Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Imposter Syndrome to Menino podcast. We are live from Costa Rica and today is a super interesting episode because it's based on real life examples only, on client work, uh, so you can get a better idea of how the subconscious mind works and how powerful our mind is when it gets the wrong information, either from a past life, from a previous event, or when it comes down from our ancestors or it's generational. So today we'll be all about discussing how our subconscious mind can get into the way of us getting clients or abundance or how it can even block or repel clients and abundance. Now there are several reasons why clients could not be coming to us and obviously some of those can be that the strategy is not nailed down, that our foundations are not the best, the messaging is not clear enough, we could have confidence issues and, of course, our mind is protecting us against clients and repelling them because with the basic information it has or from information from the past, it really thinks that although consciously we want clients, subconsciously we don't want them. So I'll be talking about this last aspect today and give you a few concrete examples. So maybe you will be able to apply this to your situation. Maybe you can journal about it, journal on it and get a better idea of if this might be your case. And by the way, enrollment at the time of recording this episode is open for grow, scale and magnetize. There is a link in the description of this episode with all of the details as well as the enrollment link. If you hop in before November 30th, you also get $500 off because it's Black Friday. So let's get into this episode. I'm going to first give you an example, something I learned throughout my RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy Training, about fertility issues. What we learned during that program, and that I've had also read, you know, in many books about the subconscious mind or the placebo effect, and anything about your body's ability to heal itself in general, is the specific example was about women who had fertility problems, who could not get pregnant, even though technically nothing was wrong with them. So they did all of the tests, their partner did all of the tests, and technically, biologically, physically, there was no reason why they couldn't be pregnant. And they were really wondering what was going on. It can be an extremely distressing situation, of course. And under hypnosis, because uh, the founder of RTT worked a lot with fertility, under hypnosis, they were able to go back to the reason why their subconscious mind was blocking the pregnancy from happening. And just to take a few examples, let's say that uh, one of the women who couldn't get pregnant and then successfully got pregnant, when she was 15 or 16 or 17, there was a pregnancy scare. Right, And at that time, maybe the parents 
weren't even aware that she had a boyfriend or was seeing someone and she was completely terrified that people would find out that her parents would be so angry that she might might get kicked out of school. I think it was a very conservative school and the message she gave to her mind is, oh my god, I can't be pregnant, I'm going to die, this is going to be the end of the world, my parents are going to kill me, I'll get kicked out of school, it will be like I'll be the embarrassment of the city and all of these thoughts were going through her mind and it turns out she wasn't pregnant it was just a pregnancy scare but her subconscious mind latched on the belief that if she gets pregnant it's going to be the end of the world that she's going to when she said my parents are going to kill me obviously they wouldn't kill her but that's the message the subconscious mind got so it said well no pregnancy for you if those are the consequences we like the subconscious mind is here to protect you and keep you safe and keep you alive so her mind literally blocked her from having a baby then under hypnosis she was able to understand that while that situation at 16 was really scary and at that time would not have been a good time to get pregnant now at 30 something the situation is completely different and once her mind understood that she got pregnant so your mind will do the same with clients and I'm going to give you examples um, like five or six examples of client work I've done in the past uh, work I've done with one-on-one clients in the past four to six months real life examples of why they were blocking clients away so number one that uh, comes up pretty often actually is the fear to be responsible for people's results or that we will do something wrong or that we can't deliver results And subconsciously, there is this misalignment where we feel that it's not okay to get paid and receive money if we can't guarantee that the person is going to get results. And so subconsciously, we don't want clients. Even even though consciously we do want clients, subconsciously, the narrative in our mind is what if they don't get results? What if I do something wrong? What if it doesn't work out? Uh, Blah, 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 blah. And this can be even deeply ingrained in let's say a situation where you're a kid when you were a kid and you didn't do something properly because you were just a kid right no one no one's no one expects you to know how to do things perfectly at that age and let's say you did something wrong or you broke something or your parents asked you to do something and it wasn't done the way they expected and then they kind of lashed out yelled and screamed got really angry And again, the mind will just register, oh my god, when I do something wrong, I get screamed at, people are so angry, Um, I feel awful, I feel sad, I feel rejected, so what if I do something wrong with a client and the same happens, but then it's even worse because they've paid me. And that thought alone, that energy alone is enough to repel a client. And this is a real story of someone who felt that way. And within 48 hours of the work we did together, it got cleared and she had a client pay her 2.6k pay in full for a package. Another one is worry that when we are successful or when we do reach our goals, something bad is going to happen. This is also a very, very frequent occurrence where if your parents were successful um, business-wise, maybe they got a divorce because they didn't have time for each other. Or in some situations, and it has actually happened to quite a few of my clients, Unfortunately, they lost one of their parents and it happened to be 
at the same time when one of them was thriving in their career. It was a coincidence, right? It was not related to the career, but the message that they get in the, their mind is, oh my God, if I am successful, if I reach my goals, if I have the money, someone is going to die or something really bad is going to happen or I might get a divorce just like my parents get a di got a divorce. Again, same story of a client who had a very, very powerful subconscious pattern that says success equals death and success equals only bad things. So literally each time she was about to get new clients or sign a big contract, she would procrastinate, she would become sick, she would forget what she was supposed to do, she would miss the call, something would happen, her car broke down. Her mind and the universe literally plotted for her not to get that client. And that shows you the power of the forces out there when they are directed in the wrong way. Another case study I got, took a few notes so I could remember all of them, was um, sabotage. Because last time we were successful, we burnt out or we were unhappy or had no time for ourselves. So one of the most frequent examples is when we were in an academic environment, either in high school or university or doing some sort of certification or diploma, we were very successful at it. So we got it or we could got grades or even honors and it went really well academically. But during that period, we were completely stressed. We didn't have time for, each, uh, for ourselves. Maybe we were completely burnt out or maybe we were not following our life's purpose. There was a lot of noise outside. We were not following our life's purpose. Maybe the academic achievement or whatever achievement came at the cost of our social life going on the back burner or relationships suffering, uh, our friends not having time to see our friends, etc., etc. So again, your mind will associate success or actually getting what you want in one area of your life with a lot of sacrifice or pain or not seeing your friends or being burnt, burnt out or completely unhappy. So again, your mind is going to say, hey, what's your goal this time? Your goal is to get, I don't know, 5 or 10k months or 20k months and to enroll five clients when, well, last time you reached your goal of successfully completing, you know, university or a diploma, well, yes, you, you fulfilled your goal, you reached your goal, but at the cost of your happiness, your fulfillment, your alignment, your time and your friends, we are not going to let that happen again. And it's enough that you've repeated to yourself, I'm never going to do this again. I don't have time for myself. I don't like this. I don't have time. I can't see my friends. This is not worth it. And again, your mind will latch on to that. Another very frequent subconscious block or energetic disruption or how our subconscious mind gets in the way of us getting more clients is the fear of having to deal with more money, more taxes, more responsibilities, and more problems. And I've seen this enough, again, for it to be mentioned on this episode, but one of the things that comes up a lot, and I invite you to think about this, especially if you were always the giver, if you were in a family dynamic where as a child or a teenager or even now in your relationship, you tend to give way more than you receive, um, taxes can be a huge topic. So when we don't make that much money, we don't have to pay that many tax taxes, right? And depending on where you live, 
the rate, the tax taxation rate is lower if you make a lower income and then higher if you get a higher income. And sometimes part of us says, I don't want to pay taxes. I am working my ass off to provide for myself in my business. I'm not getting a fixed salary. I'm basically putting everything at risk. Now, you know, doing the very uncomfortable thing, stepping out of my comfort zone, stepping into the unknown. And now I've generated all of this revenue for myself, for my family, for my business, for my freedom. And I have to give it to the taxes. And that can create a massive amount of resistance. I know for sure that it was a massive resistance for me. And it was not so much about the taxes themselves, because we all know we have to pay taxes, it was more about the feeling that something is taken away from me, that something that I created for myself is taken away from me. Now, if you have lent money to people who have not given you the money back, or if you have a family member that tends, you know, to to need financial support time and time again, and it is pissing you off because it's always the same and they're not evolving and there's no personal development or you feel that you have to say yes even though you don't want to say yes, the feeling that something is taken from you is probably going to come back when it comes to taxes. Like, no, I don't want to give my money. It's mine and I don't want other people to take it. Same goes with if you are or have been in an unhealthy relationship with someone extremely controlling that each time that you successfully did something, it was taken away from you or a part of it was taken away from you or you could not fully take advantage of it, then again, your mind is going to think, well, what is the point in me being successful in my business, reaching these goals or milestones, making more income, having more clients, if it's all going to be taken away from me or if someone else is going to have control over what I've created working hard, right? And again, your mind will say, no, we're not going there. If we have to experience the pain of making it and being successful only to lose it or it to be taken away from us, we are just not going to get it in the first place. And I had a client um, with who this was the case. She just did not realize that deep down in her subconscious, hiding in her subconscious, she was really afraid of all of the extra responsibility that would come with all of the extra money, of not knowing how to deal with it, or being afraid that once it would be there, it would be gone as fast as it arrived, because she grew up in an environment where in her family, it was all or nothing. So either they really struggled even to put food on the table, or they had a lot, but then her parents were not that responsible and they would spend it all and buy a bunch of useless stuff instead of managing the money a bit more uh, in a re- more responsible way. And they would be on this roller coaster of having it for short periods of time and then having nothing and not knowing how they would eat. And her subconscious mind said, no, we're never going to get there. When we have more money, it's more problems, more worry. We don't even want to go there. And again, we did the session. Her subconscious mind powerfully understood that that was an old pattern that no longer serves her. And within less than a week, she signed this huge client. Other example not wanting people to ask you for money. So we've already talked about this um, a tiny bit in the previous example. But if you've been in a situation or a scenario where 
you know that if you make more, some people will ask you for money. Some people will be waiting um, to get your support and will ask. And you already know that saying no will be so uncomfortable. Or maybe you don't have those boundaries yet where you can say no. Or maybe, you know, it's a family member or it's someone close to you. So it's really difficult to say no. Again, your, your subconscious mind is not going to let you get to a place where you will experience pain or frustration. And deep down, you know that you can't say no. Deep down, you know how painful it's going to be to feel that, again, you've been successful, you've made money, and now people are taking it away from you. Or you know it's going to create um, some problems in some relationships that you really value. It's going to create anger or resentment or hard feelings if you feel that you have to lend or give the money, but deep down you don't want to. So all together, your mind is just going to get in the way of you and clients and repel them so you don't even have to go there in the first place. Last but not least, we don't quite feel worthy of receiving or we are afraid that if we receive, other people will have some sort of leverage on us or power or that we might get into trouble. Now, the feeling unworthy to receive can be down to so, so many different events or aspects or upbringing or, again, generational stuff or past life stuff. But to give you a simple example, and we've briefly mentioned this a bit earlier, is if in your family, whether that's your family now or when you were a kid or growing up or in any type of relationship really, if you were the one who was always giving, so giving love, giving attention, giving support, making sure that everybody is feeling well, putting your needs last or having this habit of feeling that once everybody else is okay, once everybody else has their oxygen mask, then you can put yours, then if that's been the case, your habit or what is familiar to you is to give, not to receive. And it doesn't mean it's a bad thing, right? But it just means that for your system, it is very, very unfamiliar to receive. And when it comes to money and money being attached to our survival center and in our system and in the collective consciousness, money has a lot of weight, right? Not in a bad way, but when we get a lot of money, we are just taught by society to think it's a big deal. So in your mind, if you've always been giving, if you were the giver, if your subconscious mind is programmed in such a way that for you it is just natural to be giving, supporting, etc., etc., receiving is completely unfamiliar. And even if it's receiving payments, a payment for your services, which is normal, in your mind and in your system and in your energetic field, it is a very unfamiliar thing. And you also know that your subconscious mind will always try to protect you or keep you away from what isn't familiar. Because when we were cavemen, if we went into unfamiliar territory, we could get attacked by, you know, something, a wild animal and die. So that's why our subconscious mind hates the unfamiliar. So that is one of the reasons why you're not be, you might not be feeling worthy or comfortable with receiving. Other reasons could be imposter syndrome. So if we feel that we don't know enough, that we don't have enough experience, that we need more practice, that we need more certifications, that we are a fraud, etc., etc., then that is a very inconsistent and incoherent energy with that of receiving payments for services. 
because that voice deep down in our mind is saying no you don't know enough you shouldn't be receiving this money or you have to give a discount because what if this happened what if that happens and obviously if you've ever been in a situation where people um kind of coerced you into doing something or they gifted you something only to have more power or control over you your mind will also want to avoid that at all costs. So this is pretty frequent with people who've been involved with narcissists, but it can also be from your parents who completely unwillingly (laughs) kind of um, put a, a limiting belief or a not so great energy in your field that when they gave you something, so let's say that you were a kid and they take you to the toy store and they buy you something or they buy you an ice cream or bring you to, you know, the amusement park or whatever. And then they say, now that you've got this, you need to be a good girl or be good. Mommy or daddy just got you this new toy. Um, And that is very simple and it's not necessarily unhealthy, right? But the message it's giving us is that when other people give us something, then they get to control how we behave. Or when other people, or when we accept to receive something from other people, then they get to decide how we should act, how we should behave, or we can't actually be completely free and do what we want because we owe someone something. And even though I'm sure, you know, if your parents did do that, it was absolutely not ill-intentioned, but it's still the message we get in our mind. And now we're like, well, if I get payment for a cl- from a client or a company, then they will have the upper hand. They can demand stuff. They can call me on a Sunday and I have to answer and blah, 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 blah. You'll basically have to be there for them 24-7, accommodate their needs, bend over backwards, etc. So obviously that is not true. It is all about having healthy boundaries. But again, if your subconscious mind got the message or the program when you were 5 or 7 or 12, that when you accept to receive something from someone, then they have power over you. Or if it was in the um, scope of an unhealthy relationship or a narcissist, they often like shower you with gifts and they, then they become extremely controlling or manipulating or even physically or mentally um, violent. So, or physically and psychologically abusive or violent. And again, to summarize what we've talked about today... What we want consciously, so more clients, more abundance, success, etc. Of course, it's important, but what is way more important is what is going on in our subconscious mind because our subconscious mind is where all of the information is stored, all of our memories, uh, rejections or pains we've had in the past or past generations or past life. And the number one role of our reptilian brain and part of our subconscious mind is to keep us safe keep us away from rejection, keep us away from pain, and keep us away from the unfamiliar. Now, it doesn't matter if when our mind, our subconscious mind is trying to protect us, it actually doesn't make us happy. Because for our subconscious mind, happiness is not part of the equation. What is the most important is survival and safety. So if we want clients or money or abundance, But in our subconscious mind, there is information or a program or a past event that says success or clients equals pain or rejection or something bad, then it doesn't matter 
how much we want it consciously, the subconscious part will always override the conscious one. This is why it is so significant to do energetic work, to do subconscious work that goes to the deeper layers or that goes directly to the root cause of why we are not getting what we want. It is always because your mind is in some aspect or form is trying to protect you. And all of these examples we've mentioned today was either one-on-one work with clients or group work. Group work works really well where the client was able to go back to an event, a memory, or a feeling, or stored information, or stored energy, and we're able to shift the meaning, and to basically make that energy or subconscious part understand that what they want is safe, what they want is going to make them survive better, and what they want is actually the new known. So make the unknown known and this can sound a bit funny in the subconscious mind because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between something real or imagined so if you can make the unfamiliar familiar then your mind will be much more likely your subconscious mind i mean will be much more likely to accept that and once your mind understands that by trying to protect you and rejecting or repelling clients it is actually hurting you way more than if it was letting clients in, once your subconscious mind and your energetic system and your reptilian brain understand that you reaching your goal of getting clients or abundance is going to give you more safety, more familiar, more chances at surviving, then it can shift extremely fast and actually shift its mechanism and start attracting clients and letting clients in. All we need to do is to make sure that our reptilian brain and our mind knows at a deep level that what we want is going to increase our safety, or increase our odds of survival, and is going to protect us way more than not having it. And you can't even imagine how fast these things can happen when we really get to the bottom of things. It only takes one session or one release, or one energetic shift for clients to start rolling in, or opportunities, or abundance, or a huge contract. Sometimes it happens within a few hours, sometimes a few days, sometimes it takes longer, it depends the magnitude to which your mind understands that this is the new safe. So obviously we will be doing a lot of this in Grow, Scale and Magnetize, the program I've talked about in the last episode, which is open for enrollment right now until the first week of December. And this is why I include inner work in all of my business programs, business coaching programs or business growing and scaling programs, because nothing can override a subconscious mind that has ideas fixed because of past stuff or generational stuff. But when you go directly there, basically in the operating system, when you can change the programming of your subconscious mind, it will, like the universe, will move things around to deliver them to you ASAP once the energy is cleared. And obviously we will be doing a lot of that in Grow, Scale and Magnetize. It's a program that is equally distributed in terms of the content on strategy, tactics, growth, launching, etc., as well as the deep mindset, subconscious and energetic part, the healing part, letting go of past traumas or inherited traumas, 
or anything that can cause energetic disruptions, energetic disruptions. So we basically open the doors, unlock the fence, remove the walls, (laughs) smash the glass ceiling or whatever might be standing in the way. So your system can actually let it in because the universe is always waiting to deliver abundance to you. All we need to do is get all of the stuff out of the way. And that is exactly what we'll do in Grow, Scale and Magnetize. If you have any questions about the program, just send me a message on Instagram. There is the link uh, in the description of this episode. And of course, there's also the link to the page where you can get all of the details of what is included and when, where you can enroll and join us in this program. So I hope that this was helpful um, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you. The Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.